Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for free. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, talks about somebody who he's very close to, and that's Pat McAfee. We'll get his feelings on what's going on with NXT and Adam Cole. Also, talking about rumors swirling around the world of pro wrestling, we have our very own insider with our rumor roundup, Justin Labar, joins us, and we also talk to JTG, that's right, JTG joins us all right now on a Fool's Count Anywhere Friday. It's Busted Open. First things first, Mark. And the first thing I want to talk to you about is somebody that I know you're very close to, and that is Pat McAfee. And then during that championship tag match on Wednesday night on NXT, Undisputed Era against Imperium, Adam Cole's outside the ring, Pat McAfee talking trash... Adam Cole hears it. Next thing you know, there's a little pushing, a little shoving. Triple H and Shawn Michaels came out to try to calm things down. But then the punt heard round the world. That's right. One of the greatest punters in NFL history, Pat McAfee, took the leg to Adam Cole's head. And man, Triple H the next day on Get Up on ESPN threw down the challenge. And it may be leading to a match at TakeOver 30. What are your thoughts about what Pat McAfee did Wednesday night, Mark? You know what? I, I'm a little taken aback by Pat. Smart guy. And not that I expected more of Pat to take the high road to be the bigger guy. But I... I'm I'm actually kind of like not feeling that way now. That was the way I my initial feeling. Now I'm like he's kind of standing up for himself. He's a high level athlete, and you can't just let people talk to you like, "Hey, sit down." And di-. no, I'm 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 a grown man. You can't talk to me that way, and I'm going to act out <laughs> if you talk to me like that. You. Try to make me feel and put me in a diminished role or you're standing over me when you're talking. Like, 
I'm not a man. And he stood up for himself. And it's different with some people. Some people, they, they get funny. They try to crack jokes. And then there's some people that's like, hey, man, I'm going to smash your face with a rock. And then Pat kind of backed off. But he came back and, and got his point across. And, hey, I think it's great for the industry. I knew when this all started that this is something that you, if it's not business, it should be. And I think we're getting what we want. All right, let me ask you this, Mark, because you're the perfect person to talk to this about because you came into pro wrestling from another sport. And a sport, multiple sports where you excelled at. But wrestling is completely different. And it took you a while to kind of learn the rope, so to speak. You know, Adam Cole is the longest reigning NXT champion. Adam Cole is something special. Yeah. He is a he is amazing at what he does. You know, there's no doubt that Pat McAfee is an athlete. You know, you can't be drafted and, and, and play in the NFL without being an exceptional athlete. But he's not a pro wrestler. Now, Triple H threw down the challenge. And also Adam Cole went to social media to throw down the challenge. And knowing Pat McAfee, he's not one to back down from a challenge. August 22nd, which is when NXT TakeOver 30 is going to take place. That is not enough time no matter what a good athlete Pat McAfee is, to step into a squared circle with somebody like Adam Cole and expect to do well. What, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, my first match, Dave, was against one of the greats, uh, Jerry Lawler. And uh, I press slammed him and threw him through the ropes to the floor. Um. You can come from outside of the industry and make a, a lot of noise. Uh, Pat McAfee is a highly trained athlete. Um, his muscle memory and kicking is uh, <laughs> excellent. If he kicked you in the leg or in the back or definitely in the head, we saw what happens when you get kicked in the head. So you can't dismiss Pat McAfee's athletic ability and the fact that he knows what it takes to compete, and he's got a lot on the line. Yeah. And he's a big dude, too. He's like, what, 230, 240? He's a big he's, dude. He's, he's, no, he's, 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 no, he's no little kid, you know, and uh, I, I, just, I just want people to look at it like there are athletes that are not pro wrestlers that could probably beat up a pro wrestler because of their sheer size and strength or ability. Uh, we have people coming in from mixed martial arts all the time that are, I want to fight, I want to wrestle, I want to do this. And um, some of which have stayed and become major players. So, you know, you never know. Pat McAfee may be the next one. I brought this up to Tommy yesterday, and that is when you – I had a T-shirt on. It was, you know, from that, that big match from, you know, decades and decades ago between Antonio Inoki and Muhammad Ali. 
And a lot of people called that the farce because there wasn't a lot of action. But for those who had never seen it, or for those who have seen it and really don't know the full story, Mark, is that, you know, Antonio Noki, world-class, you know, wrestler from Japan, and Muhammad Ali, arguably the greatest boxer of all time. And it's, you talk about a clash of styles. Antonio Noki spent most of that match on his back and would just kick Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And there's a lot of footage of him just kicking Muhammad Ali in the legs. And a lot of people looked at that and said, oh, that was so tame. That was nothing. That was boring. Antonio Noki, in essence, Mark, ended Muhammad Ali's career that night. Now, Muhammad Ali went on and fought after that, but he was never the same. He took so many severe kicks to his legs, he developed blood clots in his legs. And he was never the same fighter again. So something that looked boring and tame actually ended the greatest boxer's career that night in that match between Antonio Noki and Muhammad Ali. Why? Because Antonio Noki could kick. Right. Pat McAfee could kick. Yeah. All it could take is one kick. Because like you said, the muscle memory in his leg, the strength in his leg, you know, for years at an all-pro level, Pat McAfee kicked the football. Now, he would ha- he's going to have to do that because, again, in between the ropes, there's, no, there's not many wrestlers that are better in the WWE than Adam Cole, Mark. But Pat McAfee could take advantage with his legs. Hell, if, I, if I'm Pat McAfee, I do the Antonio Noki. That bell rings, I go flat on my back, and I challenge Cole to get close to me, and as soon as he does, I kick him. And I take out his legs. Very smart. Great strategy. Hopefully he'll learn some jujitsu. We He might already know stuff. We don't know, Dave. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Pat is not, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's definitely not going to tip his hand now. You know, I'd like to see him with a trainer. Like, go in and, and get, some, get some reps. Get somebody in there, a couple of different styles of guys, and, and put those tactics to work. Put some practice behind them. And... Um, He's a smart guy. I, I know. I know he'll he'll make the necessary moves to put it, make his make sure that he's ready before he gets in the ring with Adam Cole. And one thing I talked about on the show yesterday, and I actually tweeted some. I tweeted it out, and people actually thought I was trying to be sarcastic, and I wasn't. I was being completely honest. And and Mark, this is where I give so much credit to Triple H. What Triple H has been able to accomplish with this. It's been phenomenal. Hey, there's a reason, you know, we talk about product placement, right, in movies and TV shows. What great product placement for Triple H and Shawn Michaels to be out there. Because you want to get garner attention, you got Pat McAfee, NFL, you know, former NFL player, Adam Cole, you know, NXT superstar. And then you have, you know, Shawn Michaels and Triple H involved. Those are mainstream household names. So great product placement. But I already know by watching what I saw, this is so different than your typical WWE, let's bring somebody from the outside into the pro wrestling world. Because I ranted and raved. A lot of times when that happens, 
Mark, it's to embarrass the wrestler and make the celebrity look bigger and larger than life. I love what they did with what happened on Wednesday. Some realism, some back and forth. This is going to escalate to something more than just a small confrontation on NXT. This is going to lead to something like a match at TakeOver. And I don't even think, and you know what, Mark? I don't think it's going to end there because if I were to guess, I think Pat McAfee is going to be embarrassed at NXT TakeOver 30. I I don't know if I would go that soon. I, I mean, I don't think that's enough time for him to actually train like I'm saying he needs to he needs mm-hmm. to get in the ring for three or four weeks, maybe a month, and try to figure out what works for him. Because what worked for me might not work for him. I knew that I was bigger and stronger than Jerry Lawler, and I can absorb a couple of shots when I came when I attacked him. I'm gonna I know I'm gonna eat a two piece. He's gonna serve me. No sides, no biscuits. I got to weather the storm, get my hands on him, and do what I do. And what is Pat McAfee's strategy? Is he going to just run in there on Adam Cole and try to overpower him? Or is he going to sit back and wait for Adam Cole to make a mistake and underestimate who he is as a man and make a mistake and and him not knowing what Pat McAfee can do? Then he gets surprised. What, what, what course of action? He needs to practice every one of those scenarios. You can hear every MLP game on Sirius XM. In a 60-game sprint to the postseason, you can't afford to miss a single pitch. Every at-bat matters. And in a season unlike any other, you need MLP Network Radio's experts more than ever. You've got new rules, which means new strategy, which means new chaos. Join the conversation on Sirius 209 XM 89. Every game through the last out of the World Series is on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. The rumor roundup. And we're going to do it with our very own. I mean, he's known for, oh, my God, there's a bear right outside my window. Holy shnikes. I got to take, oh, my geez, Louise, I'm going to die. Go, go do it. We'll handle this. Oh, my, get away from the garbage. Get away from the. (laughs) Okay, so. Oh, my God, look at this. I got to take a picture. We have a special guest. (laughs) It's funny. Dave's crotch is right (laughs) in the screen. Wow. Oh, my God. Moving to the left, Dave. No, don't look at me. Dave, he's trying to get say- in the house. Get away from there. He's trying to get in the house. Mark, get to his house quick. <laughs> uh, Mark, hey, I, need- I know I've whooped a bear with a switch before, but I'm get a little bit. It's going to take me a while to get to New York. Oh, my hey, God. This is Dave. Didn't you didn't you just say people need to live in the moment? Stop recording the moment. Stop taking pictures of the bear. I'm taking pictures of for you, Justin, for you, Mark, and for you, the for the busted open nation, because I got people calling me out saying I'm lying about these bears. He's right. It's 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 10 o'clock in the morning. He's right outside the window trying to get in the house. Breakfast. Hey, he smelled them eggs, right? Bacon Nobody. and eggs that bring anybody in, Dave. Don't be you got to understand, I'm a city guy. I'm a city guy. I've lived in the city my whole life. And when I see a bear outside my window, I freak out. Freak out. You're like Paulie Shore and son-in-law. You're out on the farm now. You don't know what's going on. 
It's it's crazy. It's it's you know, Justin, you would relate to this. It's like a fish out of war. Here I am in the country. It's like getting a creative Monday Night Royal, like we got this past Monday. You're not, you have you're not used to that. You're not used you have to overalls. that. <laughs> have you bought a pair of overalls yet? I need to get overalls. You're right. You need to get a heavy denim shirt. <laughs> And a pair of ropers, like just really strong work boots, Dave. You got you're a country guy now. Act the part, look the get part. Some, get some cowboy boots. Get, get like some ostrich uh, skin, you know. Ah, uh, that's too fancy. That's too fancy. <laughs> so anyway, as we Sorry, get back Justin. to the world of pro wrestling and not Sorry, National guys. Geographic in upstate New Jersey, New York. Here's uh, the problem. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get the female audience. Here, here's the thing, Justin. <laughs> female audience. <laughs> we're that, that to, demo. Yeah, we're trying to get that demo. Where, you, want that demo. <laughs> you want that demo? You better kick me off right now. <laughs> here's the, yeah, me too. Yeah, three guys talking wrestling. That really brings in the ladies. All right. <laughs> so, so Justin, and this is where Justin, because you're part of the family now, whether you like it or not. You know, you were, you're, you were a guest. Uh, at Thanksgiving, and then you were sitting at the kiddie table, but now you're you're feasting and you're at the main table with everybody. I blame Mark when this show goes off the rails because <laughs> he, you know, he's 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 taking. Is that phone what you name the bear? Is that what you named the bear, Mark? <laughs> he's taking he's taking phone calls while we're on the air from you know from Dwayne, you know, and we're all thinking it's the Rock. But it was it was Dwayne from what's happening. Hey, you know, Dwayne just called to say, Mark, hey, hey, hey. And so then we talk about it for the entire segment. And then, you know, it, it's, it goes off the rails on on a false count anywhere. I had everything to time. do with that. Everything to do with it. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that, that is a little off. I mean, if it was like Family Matters now, Family Matters, that's a sitcom you, I can I can get talking about for forever. We can go off the rails there. But I what's happening? I don't know about that. Yeah. And that's that's, that's kind of a pump fake day. Hey, Dwayne. No, not that Dwayne. Out, you know, it's yeah, it's Dwayne from what's happening, and then we, can't we get let the name wrong. We're calling segment. him Dwayne. We can't, going, we can't do it. We're calling him Dwayne Wayne, <laughs> and then Dwayne Wade is the guy that was from different world, not from what's happening. We can't even get our Dwaynes right. Well, you said and Dwayne everybody Wade. in the nation Dwayne Wade is a rock. basketball player. No, not Dwayne. Oh God, I, I'm, we can't talk. Justin, you know what? Justin, you're right. Let's just get into wrestling. That's all we can talk to you about. When you're talking great sitcoms and you throw out Family Matters, then we have That's a, a great sitcom. Sick- no, oh, no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't crap on Family Matters, my friend. Delia yeah, White, Steve, Steve Urkel. Don't, don't, don't. Your bullet in Urkel the gun is over. Steve Urkel. Urkel was and over. Steve Urkel was great physical comedy. The, 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 what that guy could do, switch between Urkel and Stefan, and, and don't don't come at me, trash. And, yeah. then the, and the fat Steve. guy from Die Hard, that's what you're coming at with me? Is those hey, two? Hey, 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 uh, easy now. Don't be fat shaming. That is Officer Carl Winslow to you, LaGreca. Yeah, that's, that's Mr. Winslow, <laughs> sir. Yes, Mr. Winslow, no, big start, guy. Stop, start <laughs> <doing> <laughs> shit. stop it. All right. With let's, the fat shaming, my guy. I hope that bear gets shaming. in the house. It's Mr. Winslow. Have you seen my belly lately? All right, Justin, let's get into the pro wrestling talk. Let's get into, you know, there's a lot to get into. It's both good and bad. Let's start with the good before we get to the, the bad and embarrassing. Let, let's start with the good. Because last 20 minutes of the show. No. <laughs> wait, wait to hear the next 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> 
going to feel a lot different. All right, so Justin, uh, let's start with the good because one of the big things about pro wrestling during this pandemic era has been the ratings drop all, all across the board. But this past Wednesday, what a huge night for AEW. Over 900,000 fans tuned into AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. And I would think this is somewhat close to what the original numbers they were getting when the show first started. So talk about that jump in the ratings for AEW. Well, you're right, Dave. Uh, 901,000 to be exact was their total viewership this past Wednesday. And that is the best uh, showing they've had since before the pandemic really, really hit this country, um, uh, both with the overall viewership of being in the 900s, uh, as well as, of course, that all important uh, 18 to 49 demo that gets touted about. Uh, they did a, a, a 0.36 again, best they had done uh, since uh, since prior to the, the chaos that we've been in. <clears throat> so this was a great showing for them, they, and they had a lot on paper that they were promoting, and, and that's one thing. You know, you can critique AEW on certain things. I certainly do. I, I still enjoy the program, but if you want to get nitpicky, but one thing they always are consistent about doing, they always let you know and give you some reason of why you should tune in next week. They, they it's never a Tune in next week, same time, same place, and you'll get something. They always tell you what it's going to be, or or if or if there's a mystery angle, like you know a mystery uh, moderator to the debate this past week, they tell you that's the mystery. So like, you know, uh, and that there's something to be said for that. There's something to be said when you're creatively organized to where you can promise what's going to be in the next week. That helps. Yeah, and and I think too, like like you said, you you have some issues, and I and I know people do, but I, you know AEW is one of my favorite shows of the week, and I and I think they're growing. I think they're doing a good job of kind of building their younger talent, and I think an example of that is definitely Darby Allen when you have him in the main event against your champion, uh, John Moxley. But it's it's overall, and you know when you look at pro wrestling this week and AEW and NXT. And NXT bringing in, you know, somebody that's, you know, a little bit more mainstream for them, you know, and Pat McAfee. What do you think about what they're doing with Pat McAfee on NXT? I mean, I like it. You know, look, Pat's from Pittsburgh here where I'm at. Uh, He's a charismatic guy. He's a big fan. Uh, He's been training. So, you know, it's not like we're going to be throwing in a guy. You know, it's not like we're throwing somebody who's going to be doing who's going to embarrass themselves or or the, the genre. I like what they did here. You know, I'll tell you this, as it got down, as I'm trying to watch both shows live, as I do, and you get down to the final two minutes of the programming, I see Darby Allin and John Moxley on AEW, and while, you know, I don't have any belief that Moxley's going to lose the title, so the one thing that's capturing me on that match is, okay, how violent are they going to get? But when it gets to the final two minutes, and I know, okay, the pinfall for Moxley's coming any minute here, right? I'm, 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 I'm focused on NXT, because for NXT, I'm focused, and I'm looking, and I'm like, all right, well, Pat's going to do something here with you know him and Adam are jaw jacking. What's is it going to be just a pull apart? Is it just going to be words? Is it going to be physical? And then you know Pat's a punter. He's got a powerful leg. Punts Adam Cole. I'm into this because the way I look at it, Adam Cole you know, was world champion for 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 uh, an immensely long time on NXT. There's really not a, a spot at this very moment on on Raw or SmackDown for him as they are building into SummerSlam. So I don't want to just throw him there just because. So this is kind of like a nice. Uh, branding promotional thing for him to do and, and to get his name written and spoken about in some other mainstream uh, outlets. Uh, and you know what? Also, too, when you go back to Monday, and, and Mark and I started the show this morning talking about Monday Night Raw, and it definitely shaking things up, and it sounds like it worked because it definitely helped in that 18 to 49 demographic on Monday night. 
It, it did. You know, Raw saw an increase overall in the viewership, up 6% from the week prior. Uh, 1.715 million was the overall viewership. Uh, they did a 0 0.51 in, in the 18 to 49 demo. Again, this is all the this is this is the best uh, Raw numbers um, in weeks, uh, dating back I think to early June, I believe. So this was good. They saw an uptick into hour two, which hour two was the first time we actually saw a real glimpse of Raw Underground. Again, you can critique it. Uh, I have certain critiques about it, but I will just say I applaud them for trying something. You know, when you continue to see the numbers sliding and it's kind of the same old formulaic, you know, rinse, repeat, I applaud them for trying something. And, uh, you know, this Monday I expect to be more of the same because I believe they filmed this Monday's episode just after they did last week's. So it'll be in not this Monday, but the following Monday is what I'll really be watching for because that's when we're going to see them produce an episode with whatever reaction they have from these numbers. If they, if they really see something working in these numbers, they might put the, 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 the pedal to the metal here and uh, we might see more of it. But, you know, there's a lot of critique you can have about the raw underground concept, but yeah, they, 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 they increased where they wanted to increase, which that's the name of the game. You know what? If I, if I had to throw in my one critique, uh, which I have about three, but I'll, I'll only settle for one is I would like to see some newer guys, uh, not just the Dolph Ziggler's and uh, all our guys from the Hurt Business and the um, the Viking Raiders or, you know, anybody else. I want to see some new guys like we got to see Baba. Like Baba's really good. And I like to see some other guys in that mold. And I don't want it to be polished. I don't want it to be... Uh, <sighs> For lack of a better term, I don't want it to be all wrestling. I want, I want to see a couple of fights. I want to see some people uh, submitted and chain wrestle around. Like, we, we've proved that that works in our business. You know, you watch, you know, Thatcher and, and Riddle. Uh, they, they did a lot of that. You know, Daniel Bryan uh, did that with AJ. And, I mean, Daniel actually did it, you know, with a couple other people. So uh, let's, let's see more of that. I want to see it. Let's go. I agree, Mark. I, and, and another reason I'd want to see uh, n n new people, not just the ones that you're also seeing regularly on raw is it kind of blends into part of my critique, which is, you know, you're walking, a, you're, you're walking a line of um, you're trying to, you know, sell the audience on, on traditional pro wrestling and sports entertainment out in the ring, out on the above ground, so to speak, in the ring with ropes and, and the lights and the commentators, and you're trying to sell those stories, trying to sell the offense, trying to sell the selling that they're doing to that offense. And then when you take the Hurt Business, the same people you saw out there earlier doing a traditional pro wrestling match, and you have them walk into this underground world that you're not saying it, but you're trying to imply this is a little bit more real fighting so to speak and it, and guys are selling and falling down and 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 and, and getting knocked out with uh, less offense and quicker it, it, you, you're blurring a line again i applaud them to be creative but I, I like bringing new people in that we're not also seeing on the above ground simultaneously on the same show yeah and and, and listen justin like i know why they announced that you know shane was going to be on the show because they, they're figuring hey you know shane mcmahon's coming back maybe that will pop a little bit of a rating I don't know how much of that would be, 
But like you, do, I, I, for me myself, I don't want to make man connected with raw underground. Like if you, you know, as soon as you see a McMahon connected with something, you're going to start thinking of the authority. And I, and I don't think you want that kind of memory for a Monday night raw to me, whoever's going to run the show here, it's got to be somebody different than a, a McMahon. Do you, do you agree with that? That's fair. I will say that's fair. I will say, I mean, if there's going to be any McMahon, Shane's the one just because he is, he has been both on in story and then in, in, in real life, he has been, you know, he's been more removed obviously than Stephanie who, who, you know, who's, who's in the minutia more with the company day to day. But yeah, I get what you mean. When, when you have just the name McMahon attached to something, it doesn't make it, it doesn't, it's hard to sell it as underground and, and as a, uh, as something that's maybe resisting. Uh, I don't know if Shane's going to be doing, I, w- I want to see this go all out. Like Mark said, I want, I want to see a few real fights. It doesn't need to be polished. I want to see, I want to see Shane ex- running a legal gambling ring down there. I want to, I want to see all kinds of, of, of underground stuff going on. Really just go, go all out on it. Yeah. I, I like that going all out. And, and you know what too, like I wish they, and, and, and I didn't mind seeing the hurt business at all. I thought that was actually kind of cool the way that that segment ended. I, you know, I'll get your thoughts. And if you feel differently, I just wish they didn't show Shelton Benjamin and MVP losing earlier on in the show. Like that's what to I me, mean. That's exactly. like, it makes no, it makes no sense that you would do that knowing that they're going to end the show that night. And that's and that's going back to what I, I said a minute ago. I absolutely agree with you, Dave. It's just you're you're trying to make me believe one thing and one kind of set of rules, uh, and then and then you're trying to portray a different set of rules. Yeah, if if, if Shelton and MV, if if they would have won earlier, then yeah, they're, they're riding high. They're bad dudes tonight. They're nobody's stopping them, and it fits a lot more with them coming in and dominate on the underground. I thought that Hurt Business looked cool. The, just just it just yeah. in the box itself of Raw Underground, they looked cool in that ending segment. The way they stood tall. You know, they're looking down at the camera. It looked cool, but you're right. If you put it all uh, in a three-hour, in a three-hour context, it, it's it's odd that they would lose earlier in a, again, I'll just say above ground sanctioned for wrestling <laughs> yes. match. Yeah, uh, you make total sense. All right, uh, just before you joined us, Justin, we got a phone call uh, asking about Matt Cardona and really liking what Matt Cardona did this past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, teaming up with Cody Rhodes. What's the future? of Matt Cardona in AEW. Sure. So uh, WrestlingInc.com had an exclusive about this uh, last weekend. And Wrestling Inc., by the way, I'm on their live YouTube channel after on Wednesday nights and on Friday nights uh, talking about the, the wrestling we just saw. Uh, and Wrestling Inc. had an exclusive. And Matt Cardona uh, only on a five-appearance deal currently with AEW. He's on a, you know, what he's doing right now is a five-appearance deal. Uh, Matt actually then did actually confirm it in an interview he did just a, a few days later. Um, this does not mean that at five appearances he's done. Obviously, they can always roll out a new mm-hmm. contract, could be working on a new contract. But it is interesting. It was surprising, uh, I know, at least to myself and, and, and to others I saw in the wrestling world, that that his first deal with AEW would just be such a, a short-term uh, gig. You know, I, 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 I tend to believe that... Um, you know, I, I kind of think that if, if the indies, if the indie scene, if wrestling, if the entire wrestling world was alive, which of course it can't be because of this pandemic, you know, I, I think he probably would have gone and worked the indies first. I think he would have, you know, gotten the money he could have gone off of, um, you know, the, commanding the money he can get, you know, you know, where all your trans and hotels pay, make that uh, intermission merchandise money. I think he would have tried to develop who Matt Cardona is going to be before re- 
immediately reappearing on national television. Uh, that's not an option. And then again, if the pandemic didn't happen, he might have not got released from WWE in the first place. So, you know, there's a whole trickle down conversation. But he's at AEW. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying, he's trying to establish, a, you know, who Matt Cardona is going to be. It, that might take some time. Um, he looks great. He looked physically great. I mean, that match uh, and, and, and his body, his, the, the finisher, all the, all the, the move set. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on it. It's been two appearances, so three left. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on, you know, if, if, if he's going to stick around long term. Um, so some, some people speculate, could he go back to WWE? They're, they're doing this whole retribution storyline. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but uh, we'll, keep, we'll have to keep an eye on it. But uh, two appearances down, three to go on the current deal for Cardona. Matt, Matt's always got over, you know, so I don't, I don't see a point where he's now all of a sudden not going to be himself. I think that if he stays true to himself and gets the opportunity to work against somebody that um, fits into his wheelhouse, then he'll have success. He, he knows how to get over and well, what I like about Matt Cardona and AEW is obviously you know, when, he, when he got over naturally, uh, maybe against the offices, the offices uh, wishes in WWE ten years ago with his uh, you know the, his his YouTube series and really kind of a little bit ahead of his time is you know obviously that you know being the elite exists and AEW has shown they're very open to you know. I remember when Jericho and the inner circle were doing their their Brady Bunch uh, spinoff for for weeks there. So AEW is open to that kind of stuff. So. I'd be interested to see Matt Cardona get creatively unleashed to do projects like that that help elevate and tell the story of, 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 of his character. You know, and really quick with AEW, and we saw that monster rating that they got this past Wednesday, which kind of surprised me, Justin, because, you know, you had NBA games on. You had NHL with their, you know, kind of their scenario, that their playoff scenario that's happening right now. So I was real worried about the world of wrestling because, you know, during this pandemic when there's been nothing on, it hasn't done well. And then you see a jump in the ratings for both, you know, Monday Night Raw and for AEW while there is actually sports competition on. So I found that kind of interesting. But at the same time with AEW, some of their shows are going to be moved around over the next month or so because of the NBA. Do you think that's going to be a big hit ratings wise for AEW? I think they're going to take a hit. Whether we classify it as big, we'll wait and see. Um you know, I think it's going to be they're going to be airing on Saturdays uh and 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 it's also going to be at the weeks surrounding uh the next takeover so when nxt mm -hmm. in, in theory is going to be <clears throat> at their at their hottest you know uh, with uh, culminating some of these angles so i think they're going to take a hit no doubt i mean I, I don't care i mean they obviously have a loyal fan base but um anytime you move anything from what its regular spot is there's just naturally a hit i mean that's just that's that's just what it is people get you know people get trained for the destination and when they need to tune in so um, there'll be a hit again. We'll have to wait to see if it's you know how how big it is. But I, I think it's it, it would not shock me that NXT gets more viewership than them on all those. I think it's, I think it's three weeks total that they are being moved if I if I remember correctly. So yeah, yeah we'll keep an eye on it. But it, it definitely probably it, it definitely could probably uh, slow down some momentum. The momentum that they have right now, doing the best show they've done in months. I, I definitely think they're in, in jeopardy of that for those few weeks. You're sure. All right, let's get into some of the bad, Justin. And we've kind of, like, uh, avoided this story, believe it or not. Um, it broke a couple of days ago while we were doing our show. We didn't talk about it. Tommy and I didn't talk about it at all yesterday because, you know, obviously there's so much to get into from Wednesday night. But, you know, Marty Jannetty. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Bless his heart. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, but Marty Jannetty making threats to, like, you know, his, his girlfriend, but also claiming, you know, when he was 13, he murdered someone. And then. No, no, you know, no, I'm, no. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Yeah. He didn't say that he murdered. He said that he made them disappear. Well, I think he did some hocus pocus, magic pocus, <laughs> poof. Well, what gets and me? And he disappeared. <laughs> well, that's what he says the first time. And then he doubles down uh, on, on an interview. So uh, I, I, I guess for those, since, since, since the nation hasn't heard it be spoken about on this program, I guess just for anybody who has not uh, caught this. So a few days ago, Wednesday, I wake up and we see Marty Jannetty trending on Twitter. And it's sad, but when you see a wrestler who, you know, is an older wrestler, I mean, he's 60, but he, uh, 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 you know, an old, a res- older wrestler who is not regularly on TV and you see them trending, you think yep. the worst. You think the worst in, oh, they, they, have they passed away? This wasn't the worst that he's passed away. This is the worst in Marty Jannetty's telling on himself from something uh, that apparently he did in the early 70s. He's, he's posts on his Facebook page, his personal Facebook page. He's trying to post about the breakup and, and jealousy problems he's having with his girl, one, one of his girlfriends. Uh, and somehow he loops that into saying, I made a promise to myself I'd never get hurt again. And it all started where I never was going to get hurt again when I was 13 at a bowling alley trying to buy some weed. And this guy that I was trying to buy the weed off of, he was gay and he tried to sexually assault me and I it was the first time I made a man disappear not the only time (laughs) the first time I made a man disappear so he says all this and he grew up and he says it all he names the bowling alley Uh, he names the town where he grew up all the super sleuths start doing super sleuth stuff there was a bowling alley that was once by the name of a bowling alley in the town of Georgia. And he even says the police never found They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. And the Chattahoochee River runs right through the town in Georgia that he's speaking of. So all this stuff adds up. Uh, and then you think, okay, and then he deletes the post. So you're thinking, oh, my God, he, Marty, get in your hole, shut up. You know, TMZ yeah. finds out that the police are looking into it. But then he does what I couldn't believe he did. He goes on, I think it's Boston Wrestling, uh, he, he's got a, some affiliation with them uh, standing already. Uh, he goes on their YouTube channel and they interview him. He gives more detail about the sexual assault that he was fighting off of, tries to you know, sell. I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to kill this person. I was just trying to beat him up. And, I, you know, and he talks about how he saw a brick and, and using a brick. And then, you know, they do all these they do all these the interview and all these details. And then Marty goes. I got advice, and even a friend of mine who's a cop, I got advice, you know, I really shouldn't be talking and doing any interviews about this. He says he should not talk or be doing any interviews about this while he's being interviewed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, but it's sad. It's sad. It's, and, and, uh, it's and, and sad. It's, it's not a funny matter, the fact that somebody died. and they're, they're, No, of course Marty, not. Well, we, we don't even know if this is true. I mean, because, right. you know. I don't, think, I don't think it's true. I think yeah. it's, it's somebody that wants attention, and they're willing to... Uh, sensationalize uh, something that might have actually had some truth to it, but you sensationalize it because you want attention. And yeah, um, it's sad. It's, it's really sad. I hope that uh, he gets some help. He here's my problem, help. though, Mark. He might be since you might be right, but here's the thing: if the police look back, I think, I think 1973 is the year that we've all pegged because that's when he would have been 13, and he talked about his brother coming home from Vietnam. If if the police look in that area in, in 1973 and find a missing persons that if they find something that somehow they can link to these details that he sensationalized, like, does he realize he could incriminate himself? Right. <laughs> like, and spend the rest of his life in prison. 
Right. When I saw that he did this Boston Wrestling YouTube interview and I saw he did, I'm like, okay, he's going to walk this whole thing back. He's going to claim that he was hacked on his Facebook. Yeah. He had had he had had one too many cocktails or something. And no, he goes in and gives more detail. And I just I just kept doing this. I just kept smacking my hand and my forehead going, what are you doing? Some somebody shut him up. Mute his microphone. Yeah, you know, Justin, like when this all broke, I went to his Facebook page and I kind of looked at some of his posts prior to that. And I was like, you know what? Somebody must have hacked his Facebook page because some of the posts that some of the things that were said on there are like, there's no way a grown man could a think this way and think it's okay to post this stuff on social media. But the fact that he hadn't said that and said that, like, it's been hacked. He's not all there mentally, so he definitely needs some kind of help. Somebody needs to reach out to this guy, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that this is just he's talking trash, trying to get some kind of attention, and and I hope that's what it is because I hope these things that he's posting are not true. I mean, I understand, I understand trying to get booked, but you don't got to you don't got to tell a story Damn. like this. Uh, uh, yeah, like <laughs> he's reaching. Uh, he's a guy, man. I, I can't even name the names, but it's it's, some, it's been some historical liars in the business of professional wrestling. He moved into the top ten with this one. Top ten. I, I'd love to hear the other nine. If this is <laughs> if he's just hey. in the top ten, <laughs> we, we have to put an esteemed panel together. <laughs> to talk about the top five, the top, the the, the second five guys in the top ten, uh, yeah, it's 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 the, it's debatable. But the top five, oh, it, it's a dark side of the ring all over again. So Marty Janetti, so Marty Janetti doesn't even doesn't even crack the top five. No, wow. No. Somebody, said you have to ask Bully Ray about this certain individual in the top five. His lie was. They were out in the ocean on a boat, and one of his friends fell over. He dove in to get his friend in the boat because he saw a shark. He didn't have a weapon as the shark approached. The only They were eating KFC, and there was a spork in the boat, and he killed the shark with a spork. I'm just saying. It's, that's, some, historical, that's a- it's some historical bullshit. <laughs> that has been said in pro wrestling. That's that, what I prophesy. That's what I prophesized Dave's going to do with the bear. It's going to take a spork. A spork. Kill the bear with a. Hey, hey! I saw the pictures <laughs> of the bear. This is not a sensationalism. This is not a lie. This is a big ass, two hundred fifty pound, three hundred pound black bear. Like that's right outside, outside the Dave's window. House. Oh, I'm seeing. It. I just looked at my phone, Dave. I'm, I didn't realize you sent it. Holy to me. Oh my God, shit! You're not lying. Yeah, Ooh. that's yeah. crazy. I'm going to yeah, post you, it at you, David LaGreca Walker. Don't let your pets outside, please. Yeah, n- don't name let the bear your, Mark. Name it Mark. No, don't name it Mark. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not naming him anything because I'm hoping that's the last time I see him. But I, the way things are going these last couple weeks, I guess, you know, I just got to, I guess I just, this is it. This is the, the life I lead now. They don't like loud noise. So you need to get like one of those cowbells or like something that you can bang and make a lot of noise and they'll run away. Need more cowbell. 
when it's time to go to the track. To the track. Yeah. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio's got you covered. Here we go. Tune in to Sirius XM NASCAR Radio or listen on the phone when you get out of the car with the Sirius XM app. We're back on the track. Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern with NASCAR Cup Series Racing. Everything's happening so fast. It's the Consumer's Energy 400 from Michigan International Speedway. We gotta go take it. On Sirius XM. On Sirius, Sirius XM. NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Very, very, very well done. He's an actor. He's an author. I mean, this guy's the true renaissance man here in 2000. A business owner? He's a business. I mean, the guy, he's, he's handsome. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will take it. He, you I, know I what he's question. called? You know, wait, Mark, you gotta, I got to finish the intro. You know what, okay. what JTG is called? What? A PDW. Panty dropping wrestler. JTG joins us here on a False Count Anywhere <laughs> Friday. What's going on, JTG? That's going to be the name of his new finish. <laughs> I promise you that. He is going to steal that. I'm going to it up. I'm going to show it up, but I like the direction he's going. Maybe panty wet or something like that. We could do the Whoa. <laughs> wow. He got, you know, you, you know who JTG is when you n- mention the name of his company. Tell, tell, oh. tell him Sexy as Hell Beard. Sexy as Hell Beard. I'm glad you brought that up, Mark, because we just happen to have some right here. <laughs> sexy as Hell Beard. And, and I need that. I need that because, you know. I'm take care of you, Mark. You know, I'm going to take care. You know, we got over uh, over close to 30 cents. So you pick whatever scent you want. You know, right now, chocolate wow. seems to be trending. And not only do we have the beard care, you know, we got the skin care, too. You know, hit them up with the beard and skin care. Ooh, look at that dude. Sell that merch. Sell it. See, you know, I, like I only, when I... When I had my beard, I only had one cent. And it was yesterday's Chinese food. So I don't know if that's oh, one of the cents that you have. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, we got to get Dave. Dave, what, what is Violetta's uh, smell that she likes? Um, he's got body care. So you can get something, you know, like coconut or. You know, what's name, name, mango, oh, name, name, okay, name, name, some of them, name some of them. Oh, that. Pina colada. I got eyes a snack. You know, that one smells like, uh, makes you smell like a snack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Send me lemonade. two of those. Strawberry lemonade. Cherry. Yeah, I got, I got it from all, all sense. Think about it. Think you could think it. I got it. All right, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, you know, if it, if it's free, it's for me. So if you could send me some, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> if it's free, um, I take three. <laughs> so yes, JTG, sir. seriously, you got you do like Mark just said. You have your 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 beard care. You have your body scent. Like you've offered a, a book. You know, you're acting. You're back in wrestling too before the pandemic hit. Like. I mean, talk about, you know, your life going in to 2020, like just all the stuff that you've been doing. Well, 2020, we had, I had a lot of plans. I know a lot of plans, but because of due to the uh, pandemic and the, um, and the passing of my best friend and tag team partner, a lot of things has changed and I had to learn how to pivot quick. You know, I was a lot of trips I was looking forward to going to. Me and Shad were going to Africa. And then um, this is the third time me and Shad was supposed to be going to Africa. 
and it got you know something uh something like something's preventing me from going to africa now like that's like my dream but i'm gonna make it there some some way somehow uh we was going to africa we had shows internationally all over the um all over the world and then covid and and with his passing um but i'm 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 pivoting quick i know how to how how you how are you doing emotionally? I know it's it's been hard on all of us, uh, yeah. but being a brother, like you know, as close as y'all were, I'm, I I know that uh, I I felt for you. That's why I kept calling. I yeah. called you more than I called his wife, and um, you know I I, 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 I wanted to know how you how you doing. Um, shoot, I'm 35 right now. I've I've known Shad since I was 19 years old. Um. And we've been, I've been tagged, I tagged with him when I was 19 and it comes in waves, you know, um, when it first happened, it was, it was more like shock, like trying to, and just trying to adjust to reality. Like this is, this actually happened. Like I never had anybody this close pass, pass away. Like, you know, you had distant uncles and grandparents pass away, but it's kind of like they're, they're up there in age or older. So you don't want to be selfish. Like, okay, it was their time, but I never really had like somebody snatched away from me at, at a, at a young age. So this was like my first experience, um, experiencing that. So, um, it came, it came in waves, but right now I'm in a, uh, I'm in a good, I'm in a, I'm in a good place. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like anyone could relate, you know, like when, a, when a parent or a grandparent passes, you know, like you said, it's their time, but when somebody in just the prime of their life and you know, the one thing, and, and I didn't know him personally, uh, but the way he passed, like in that heroic deed and, you know, saving his son and everything that happened, like, I, I think it just shows you what type uh, of man he was in, in that, in that hour, you know, which was, was his final hour. That's Shad. Well, he went out Shad style. That's exactly he, how he Oh, for real. He went, <laughs> he went out Shad spectacular. Like, if, if anybody that knows Shad, uh, they will tell you that, Shad will find a way to take if 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 it's a sad moment, he's he's the guy that's gonna be like, all right, everybody, everybody look at me. Okay, <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. And and he takes charge of a situation. That's the thing that I felt like I'ma miss the most. Because, you know, like the last time that I was in Los Angeles, um, I was there for a show for the Cactus League and Jay and Shad were wrestling and I had just mentioned to uh, to Shad that, hey man, you're going to have to up your game. Like, Jay is, like, he found himself. Like, he's, he's, he's not sensationalizing wrestling. He's storytelling now. Like, um, man, it was, he, he's coming to his own. Like, and, and he was like, yeah, man, like I, sometimes I just got to stand over there on the apron and just watch because like he's really coming on. Like what 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 happened, man? Like what made you change your style to where now you're telling stories in the ring rather than, uh, you know, doing. Yeah, going to move the move. You you you're a worker now. Yeah, man. I just realized I like I enjoy storytelling. I enjoy telling the story. And I think that's what's um, what's missing in wrestling. Like I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up to date with what was going on with the wrestling on social media and, and everything just fantasizing about flips, 
um, jumping over the top rope. And I want to see a good story, good versus evil. I want to see two characters get in the ring and be able to tell a story and have a great ending and leave the fans going home with something good to talk about. Wow. It was really really obvious. It was really (laughs) obvious. And um, the the other thing was you, you were in the car when we dropped you off. And, and he took me to the airport and he was more concerned about you than he was about him. Mm. And that's, uh, that's, that's Shad. That, that's the mark of a good human being. Yeah. Always looking after everybody else. And um, we had talked about um, mostly like the, 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 TV show, the, the TV show that he had wrote. And... Um, How's that coming along? Are you keeping up with the process of making sure that that, that show continues? I, I check in with his, um, with his wife, Siliana. We talk, you know, every now and then, and she's on top of it. I know she was in talks um, uh, with, with a producer. They're, they're like, it's getting, like, things are moving forward in the, in the direction that it needs to go. Oh, and his other oh. show, too, um, about the Haitian Revolution, uh, Zoe. Yeah, so he had, he had a few projects going on, and I, and I think his wife is... Uh, doing what she she's going in the right direction good 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 yeah but more about you um you know we, we used to hang out a little bit oh yeah you said hey, <laughs> when you, when, I remember the first you, time. do you remember the first time we met mark uh i don't know the first time you have to remind me louisville kentucky i was 19 years old i was uh i think i just got to louisville kentucky i just got my first apartment broke um hungry and I remember when um, you took you took a bunch of wrestlers out to uh, out to eat. I'm trying to remember remember the name of the restaurant. Uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but we went out to this restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky. And after that, we went to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we, we did. Took, we took me to my first strip club at 19 years old. I'm like, I'm not even. Yeah. Yeah. You like, don't oh, man, you rolling with me, man? They gonna check no ID, and we rolled up in there, and I was like, oh, this is what it's all about. I didn't, I had no strip club <laughs> etiquette. You put some singles in my hand. I remember the stripper came by, and I gave her all the singles. He's like, hold on, now you supposed to, you know, spread that out. You just don't give it to. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I had no. I've been teaching a long time, Dave. <laughs> It's been oh a long God. time for me. So let me ask you guys. So it's been a long time for me because I started going, you know, I'm 49 now. So when I started going, you know, you gave the sing- single. The dollar doesn't have as much value as it did back in, you know, 1990. So, like, you still just you do the single stuff? Yeah. You know, you got like a big wad of singles. You know, you got to walk in there looking yeah. like a ball. You know I mean? You don't do it. Then you're not you're supposed to, like, make it rain. You got to make it rain, right? <laughs> I mean, can you do that with $3? <laughs> that's that's partly cloudy with a chance oh, of that, okay, still so, too much sun go, you know going through that okay yeah it's still it's still the, the sun is peeking through on now on three dollars <laughs> dave we we when this pandemic is over um we're, we're gonna all have to go out sometime and just relive our youth and uh, not get not get caught up not get caught up but uh, you know, like go out and and have a good time with the boys. You could go. You, you could go to Atlanta it. right now. They got drive-through strip clubs. I saw. That's ridiculous. Uh, listen, man. I, when I saw that on social media, I I just I just first I laughed, and then I said, okay, it's a sickness. <laughs> it's a sickness. You need to you need to get out of your car. 
<laughs> and you need to call somebody and say, hey, I have a, a problem. I have an addiction. And for that. I had to go cold turkey, man. I, I mean, you know, probably the last two years, I haven't been to any clubs. Maybe three now. Oh man! Wow. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah, it, well, I'll say I'm saving a lot of money, <laughs> but you know, I just I, it, the, the luster of it just wore off. You know, it's, it's, I, I guess I had to grow up sometime. So wait, so wait a second. This drive-through that you're talking about is it like like a car wash? Like is it like yes. that? You just have a, like a line of cars that go through. Yeah. Wow. And you and they give you you can buy liquor. I just I don't understand. It's drinking and driving and being distracted at the nth note. You, you, you're being distracted and you're drinking and you're going through a line. I'm impressed by the creativity, though. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I think it's dangerous on every point. <laughs> But that is going on in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm just like, come on, guys, you're killing me. Uh-oh. Do they sell air fresheners there, like at the car wash? Do you get an air freshener before you go in? <laughs> you're going to need one. You're going to need one. <laughs> you need an air freshener because when you go home smelling like <laughs> lilacs and, and, and coconut oil. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, at least people like I I, I agree with oh, JTG. Man. At least people are being creative. So they are, man. This pandemic has brought out some creativity in in people from, you know, every every facet: entertainment, food. I mean, like, I mean, any any Jay. Now, you're you're kind of a food guy too. So what what is the thing that you've um, kind of like indulged in lately that was like real good out there in, in California? Oh man, I've been I've been real fond of crab legs right now. Oh my gosh, like snow, like Alaskan king crab legs. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been trying to watch my diet because I really like to, you know, soak my crab legs in butter. But I gotta watch myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> sex is hell. Sex is hell, Dave. I gotta say, sex is hell. I, I know. I I get it. I get it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm jealous. So JDG, now like you you did. You said you had a bunch of plans. Obviously. You know, going into 2020, especially with the pandemic, there's no indie wrestling going on. So, like, what have you been doing to, like, kind of keep the momentum going? What have you been doing to, like, stay in touch with your fan base during this whole time the last six months? Well, staying active on social media. um, And there are some indie shows uh, going on. I'm actually doing one next week, Sunday. Um, You know, the the audience is uh, doing social distancing and it's going to be a live stream. Um, VXS wrestling, no justice, no peace. I'm wrestling Brian Cage, so I'm looking definitely looking forward to that. I know he's the champion over there in AEW, so um, it'll be my opportunity to show up and show out, show off. Tune into that. <laughs> All right, for sure, man. And and that's you said a week from Sunday. Let me ask oh, you this: August fifteenth, oh. yeah. Okay, so you know you mentioned like with pro wrestling, you've and listen, you're still young, thirty five years old. My God, you're still young. You know, and you've done, and like you've accomplished a lot in your career. Like, um, was there ever a time, especially like when you left WWE, was there a time that you were down that you wanted to say, you know what, I'm done with this, or did you know that this was always going to be a part of your life? 
Oh, I think after, I think a large majority of professional wrestlers, you know, when they get released or they leave wrestling, you know, they, that passion kind of goes away for a while. And then you, you take a, you take a, uh, take a back seat for a while. You just kind of like chill. And then with me, wrestling always been a part of my life since I was two. <coughs> my parents were wrestling fans and the passion just came right back. Um, especially when Shad and I uh, reunited as a tag team, um, the passion definitely came back and we, we you know, we, we wanted to wrestle full time. You know, we were like AEW, WWE, you know, we wanted to wrestle because the passion came back. And then I kind of lost it again after the passing. Like, I don't even know if I want to wrestle again. Do I want to do singles? And then again, passion came right back. And I, I definitely want to do this full time. The passion is there. And now I feel like I'm wrestling for the both of us. Wow. So it's a double wow. passion now. Like, <laughs> So we're going to see like at, at some point in the match, you know, it's JTG down to the floor, and then all of a sudden we see uh, something that's going to remind us of Shad. Man, and I'll be afraid to be, uh, I feel sorry for my opponent who's in there. That's all oh. I got <laughs> to say. Man, I, I love it, man. I, I, I love know, the fact. I know this uh, saying is uh, is over abuse, but I'm going to say it like right, like right now. Like I think I may be the hottest free agent. In a in a professional wrestling, because right now the passion is there. Right now, I'm hungry. All right, so I'm glad you said that because you said the passion's there. You're hungry. I mean, you're amazing on the microphone. Like Mark said, probably any point in your career, you're knowing more than ever how to tell a story in the ring. So listen, you know, there's a lot of options out there in, in the pro wrestling world. Like, so since you are a free agent, is there any place that you would like to go and, and kind of shine? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, WWE, there's AEW, there's ROH, but right now I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying to impact. WWE, impact is impact. Oh yeah, don't sleep on impact. Yeah. Um, good question. That's a tough one too. I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to give anything is, away. Is, is doing really well too. I mean, say that again, Mark. MLW. Like ML, the, they, oh, out there in Florida, yeah, they're doing pretty well too. Yes, um, the Samoan Werewolf, he's the champion out there. Um, he's a great guy. Jacob Fatu is doing awesome stuff out there. So there's Real options. Good. So like I know, you know, maybe you don't want to, you know, maybe you're just out there. But I, I think that's you know a lot of people do listen to the show. So maybe there's going to be an opportunity on the horizon because I I know for myself and a lot of people who listen to this show would love to see you back on TV again. Yeah, yeah. I got, my, my DMs are flooded with when you go back to WWE, AEW. You're like, I, like I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm always in the gym and I'm always posting pics and videos. I also have a a, a fitness uh, book coming out this fall, focusing just on arms. And they're like, I'm in the best shape of my life. So I'm constantly getting flooded with DM. Go back to Rev. I want to see you on my TV. I see ladies. I want you in your. I want to see you on my TV in trunks, uh, no jeans. I'm like, okay, okay hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the is it the baby tree? Should I go to jeans or trunks? And like my, you should see my DMs, Mark. <laughs> Man, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to <laughs> see DMs. I, I I try to avoid all of that. But what I do want to see is I would like to see you be in traditional wrestling gear, and you know, just because you know, outside of John Cena. Um, I don't know if you've seen world champions with jeans or with, um, you know, overalls, you know, you go back to the, the Godwins or whatever, 
But yeah. like I, I think that you should more adopt a traditional style. And I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying from an experience, I tell you, everything that I, I say to you is based off fact or is based off experience. Less is uh, more. That's uh, definitely more. I, I was watching the Rock versus Stone Cold. They both had black trunks on. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> and they made a minute WrestleMania. And, and and if you want a main event WrestleMania, I think that some of that is, you know, going to make plays. And um, and if you don't main, main event WrestleMania and you, you're at another company, and I, I would just say show that passion and don't be afraid to live in your emotion because I was better when I was emotional. And a lot of people is like, hey, man, don't get in your feelings, you know, and all of that. No, I, I'm telling you, the crowd wants to support you, not just because of the loss of your partner and how much he's respected and how much they love them and how much they love you as a y'all as a tag. But people like redemption stories. And I think that if you embody that and embrace that emotion, it's going to come out in the ring. People will see it and they will feel it. And I, I, I'm, um, I'm a fan. You know, I've known you since you was a kid. And, and I, I've seen that development. And I can't wait for this damn pandemic to be over with for a lot of reasons. But to see you get back in the ring and show the world who you are now, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I hope one of these companies scoop you up right away because if they don't, uh, it's going to be a loss for them. Tell them, Mark. Thank you. I appreciate that. That meant a lot, especially coming from you. Well, you know what? Even during this pandemic, Mark, because you talk about wanting to see JTG on TV and you're talking about the story and, you know, the loss of his partner and it's, you know, the, the story of redemption because he's really been able to improve even during this time. I mean, I got the fat head just behind me, you know, Cody Rhodes, you know, with AEW, he's that TNT champion. And each and every week he's got somebody, yeah. you know, coming in there to challenge for that TNT championship that's not a part of the AEW roster. You want to tell a beautiful story. To me, that's a great story. JTG's return to TV, challenging Cody for that TNT championship on AEW with everything that's happened. That story writes itself right there for it, TV. Already I totally right. dropped the feed on my, on my uh, Instagram and on, and on Twitter. You know, I got some fan art, and it was, uh, it was the, um, the post of JTG versus uh, Cody Rhodes the American Nightmare versus the Urban Legend. Um, he hasn't responded yet, but I know he's seen it. Cody, I know you saw it. Stop playing. <laughs> well, I, I know. I like and listen, it. I like JTG, it. I listen, he, Cody doesn't like me. Everybody that listens to this show knows. Dave, Dave has been banned from AEW. I've been banned from AEW. So what did you do? But, what did you do, but, David? But, I'll tell you in a second. But but one thing but one thing I do know, JTG, is that Cody listens to this show. So I know he listens to the show. So if he's listening now, I know for somebody that I would want to see and I'm sure the nation would want to see and would be and Cody, it would be one hell of a story. And you know what? You know, we, we should put this out on social media. It would be one hell of a story for JTG to challenge, to challenge Cody. Cody. You challenge him. You're on you're on Zoom right now. 
You tell Cody what you want to tell. Go ahead, JTG. The floor is yours. American Nightmare. I know you saw it. The world saw it. And you haven't responded yet. You you little silent over there. So now, this is me, you, face-to-face. I know you're watching. JTG, the urban legend. Cody Rose, the American Nightmare. Let's make this happen. I planted the seed. Let's give the world the fruit that they want to see, that they want to taste. JTG versus Cody Rose. Let's do it. Cheer. Yeah. All right. We'll see if Cody we'll see if Cody responds to that. I would love to see it. Also, how about that? You know how you know JTG is a good guy. And Mark, you and I sang this at our 10-year anniversary party. His favorite TV theme song is the Golden Girls theme. Oh, yeah. I was listening yeah. to you guys earlier. And um, Golden Girls came right that that theme. So I never really watched it, but my, my with my mother and grand and and grandparents used to watch it a lot. I just used to stick around for the theme song. Doom, doom, doom. Thank you for being a friend. I used to love it. He <laughs> <laughs> got pipe. On the road and back again. <laughs> oh, Does he? oh, he's a singer Honey, too. Oh my God. You're a pal and a confidant. Yeah. <laughs> JTG PDW. Unbelievable. P-W. You write that down somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> And also, Kyle reminded us, you know, you want to talk about champions that wear jeans. Eddie Edwards, your Impact yeah. World Champion, wears jeans. So, Moxley. Moxley, wears Moxley too? Yeah, Moxley, too. AEW champion. Mark, you don't know what we'll, you're talking we'll, we'll about. Eddie Edwards wears jeans. John Moxley wears jeans. Billy Kidman. Billy Man Man. That's what I call him. Billy Man Man. Well, JTG, I hope Cody hears that. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it, man. I mean, I'm telling you, even during this pandemic, I think you're going to shine. Remember us when you do, and oh, we yeah. really, really appreciate it. Thanks Come so much. Come back Again, on and say, hey, man, I, I, I gave Cody all I could give him, or I won, or I owe this to y'all. Or you don't have to owe it to us, but we'll take it anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> give us a shout-out, man. That's all we ask. No problem. We'll do. We'll do. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.